everybody and happy 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 whatever day of the week is currently in your time zone basically uh we are here though we are back we are in here like swimwear it is the <laughs> third episode of the reconnect with your pod with your teenager podcast with yours truly energy uh reconnect with your teenager is a podcast that i created a couple of weeks back actually because I decided, you know, given that I have been now working in the youth empowerment and development sector for, gosh, 10 years now, and I now have a book called Reconnect With Your Teenager, it was time that I dive into the world of youth development even further and connect with other like-minded human beings from around the world uh, who are also using their platforms, their unique voices, their magic, their might, their fantastic differences to empower, encourage, enlighten, and help other young people step into their power uh, when it comes to navigating 2023 or the post-COVID world or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. So today, uh, I am like so happy to be joined all the way from Colorado, uh, Ms. Shanta Tumawu. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, you are. Thank Fantastic. you. It was my pleasure. Yay! <laughs> it's I, I, I can't even imagine how cold it must be in Colorado right now. I am here in Washington, D.C., and it is not my ideal weather <laughs> conditions. How are things over in Colorado going? It's going beautiful for now. So. For now? <laughs> I, I love Colorado. I'm not going to lie, but I was there during the summer months. Um, a few years back when I wrote uh, a song called Superhero uh, because I was so inspired by the state. Um, but I, I just, mm -mm, the winter, no, 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 <laughs> not not fun in the mountains for me. I, I hope that you're staying warm. <laughs> I am. Especially considering you're about to welcome your first nephew or, or yes. yes, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Congratulations to your siblings. That's so exciting. Thank you. Um, cool. So tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, you are like when I when I reached out to people wanting to you know about youth empowerment and the youth development, your approach, much like mine, um, <laughs> is very different than what people normally think of when they think of youth empowerment, youth, you know, coaching. Um, you have completely flipped the script. Um and which is great because I, I'm a firm believer in using your superpowers to, you know, activate and encourage and inspire young people. But you, my love, um, have a completely different uh, approach because you're a social entrepreneur and you sell luxury handbags to eradicate poverty among young women and girls, specifically amongst the USA, as well as East Africa, West Africa, South Asia, and of course, South Africa as well. Tell me, this this world of destiny tote bags, how did this go? <laughs> like, I, I'm so confused. Tote the destiny boutique. What is this? Tell me more about how you stumbled across this really niche market. Well, thank you, my love, for celebrating me. Yes. <laughs> Is there any other way to be? Let's be real for a minute. Come on now. <laughs> thank you, sis. 
Well, for once and for all, let's go way back into 2016. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so it started out as events, hosting events for young girls. Um, that was pretty much up in the air about their ages as well. I really didn't have a plan. And so with that, when you don't really just have a plan and you just have a vision, you need a lot of strategy. You need a lot of um, basically guidance. Okay. And so I knew I had this idea to have events for young girls and call it Tote the Destiny. That is a name that God gave me out of my sleep one night. And basically um, I took up, took off with it and I ran with it and I started creating these events for young girls. And two of them that were the most that I've done the most seasonally was the expo part and the pajama party. But the expo part, it basically ended up me giving girls bags, trying to get women uh, from my, my, the church that I was attending at the time, my um, friends I worked with, family, whoever that woman was, I invited her to the event and we will set up and just teach life skills and let the girls walk around with, um, the money, fake money, we call them des destiny books. And so after I did that, that's when I went into pretty much having a world mindset to um, have some type of idea of improving substantial development all over the world. And I will start traveling and I start looking at how people were struggling in other countries, specifically women. Um, and the issues going on with young girls in certain um, countries, it was like, you know, aching my heart. It's, and especially with someone who has a background who's been a sexually assaulted and raped. And so pretty much I was just like, I don't have a business model. I don't really know how I'm going to get the funds to provide, you know, to, to solve the problems that I see right in front of me. And so that's pretty much how I came up with, you know what? I'm going to sell um, luxury handbags. I'm going to start off um, selling handbags that are leather and, and because that's luxury, right? And so I said, I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that first. And then I'm going to go into customizing my own handbags and which that is in route. But right now, that's what I'm doing. I'm selling um, handbags because I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm really cool. Like, I'm really dope. Like, I'm not going to sleep on myself. Like, I used mm -hmm. to be so humble to the fact that I was so humble. I noticed that it wasn't humility. It was actually self-sabotaging myself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times young women, well, actually teenagers, you know, they are self-sabotaging self themselves, sleeping on themselves not really feeling like they equal up to uh, be anything or do anything. You know, that's, that's something that you battle with as a team, been mm -hmm. there, done that. And so, you know, that's pretty much how that came to be. I started hosting events for girls, traveling to States, different States. Um, basically linking up with whoever at the time, with however, because I learned that it's not about just looking at somebody and just being like every person I come across, I'm like, how can we work together? What can we do? You know, it's that mindset that you have when you're on a mission and, and just let go of all judgmental thoughts and prejudices against people. And so that's pretty much how it came to be that I'm going to sell tote bags. Now, Emma, 
it's been time to time that I will roll out the tote bags. I will roll out um, just like different goods to sell, uh, fashion items, accessories to sell, just to get by with my program, mm -hmm. just to get by to say like, okay, I need to make this amount of uh, money so that my events can stay free. But now I'm at the point, I've been doing this through, since 2016. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for everything, if you want to maintain your happiness, it requires a lot of growth. So mm -hmm. <laughs> to maintain my happiness, I decided that I'm not going to be stressful doing what God has given me to do. I'm going to implement the right business model that I need to implement uh, to make sure that this is successful and it's not a flop. And so I call this year the picture perfect year simply because this is the year that I take off of my annual reports. This is the year that I really just show the public things that I've been doing since 2016, since 2018. So that's pretty much how it came to be that I was going to sell these luxury bags. That's awesome. So I, I, I want, there's two things that I want to sort of talk about. Mm -hmm. One, like the fact that you are using entrepreneurship and sort of spreading that focus with the young people that you're that you're working with as well young girls and young women that you're working with because I mean the argument is obviously that you know every successful child is one caring adult away and teaching in fact when I was uh, presenting my TEDx talk last year there was another speaker there who uh, made the suggestion that in order to raise a successful next generation, we need to teach them how to be entrepreneurs as well. Is that the kind of stuff that you're teaching young women when it comes to the mentorship program that you're running? Yes, it definitely is. Definitely is. Um, right now, I actually have two young women that are, I have two young women, but I have one um grown woman a, a woman who i'm working with as far as well i'm working with her to start a and create a fashion school for young girls or young mothers or women who have, are victims of domestic violence or sexual assault to come in to learn how to sew um coming in to learn how to do fashion um two of the most prominent dominant fashion fields well fashion that comes well let me rephrase that two other places in africa that are great with fashion is congolese is congo and uh ghana so therefore the lady that right i back. with <laughs> she lives in south africa but she's of congolese so i'm working with her i was just there teaching entrepreneurship at her retreat like back in october and so we have drafted into um, getting creating free e-courses for women in South Africa and to use the proceeds of any other woman from, you know, um, a background of a developed country or the West world. They could, um, if they're new entrepreneurs or they just want to, um, you know, bless someone or pay it forward to someone to purchase the courses, this will go to, um, what we are doing as far as a partnership, okay, to um, help entrepreneurship with the fashion designing, give these mothers and these young girls work. Um, and we're going to sell those items at, at the Tote Destiny Boutique, okay? And so, yes, we do teach that at the uh, at the academy. Um, one of my, even my own baby sister, you know, she is an entrepreneur and um, she is 16. 
uh, years old. She's an entrepreneur. So she is, she does hair, she does nails, she does makeup. She is teaching herself how to do these things. Of course, yes, she's going to go to school one day <laughs> and do these things. But yes, I do. We do have that going on. Also, I have a young lady in Kenya who I've given a role to, to be a regional manager over the, um, Told the Destiny Academy in Kenya. So she's going to learn how to register her own school setting to uh, the government, learning how to um, build her own site, do her own marketing, um, do her own business planning with these things. So and get and recruit her own team and recruit her own students to come into the academy. Okay, so we're doing those type of things, but we're also offering creative writing, teaching resiliency, leadership, community service, uh, STEAM projects, graphic designing using Canva, and computer technology with simple things starting off with uh, um, Google, of course, right, right. uh, self image, self care, financial literacy. Um, we're teaching college preparation, career development, travel, and child development. Uh, so that, those are some things that you get from this academy because what I'm doing is I'm, I'm adhering to the 2030 agenda for substantial development, okay? And so I'm covering a lot with that. You know, I'm covering a lot with that. And so with that being said, it's causing me to do my own curriculum. I do right. have a background of early childhood education, education. So with that being said, why not use what I have, what I have, like I've been doing the whole time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Using what I have to build on it with whoever wants to join in. Um, because I learned, I've learned that, and this is what I love about Generation Z. They are vocational learners, okay? Yeah. They remind you of the old school. You know, they they're they are willing to go to work the job, to be achievers, you know, I, I just, yeah. you know, you just get that from them. And so that's pretty much a model that I'm using vocational discipleship to do these things. Now I am a Christian woman and I do have Christian values and I am a evangelist myself. And so therefore, you know, I welcome anybody, everybody to my program, but those are kind of my stepping stones, my foundation for what I'm developing and what I'm building. And so with that being said, um, yes, we do cover entrepreneurship and things of that nature because that is pretty much where, when you, if you go to, if you ever went to a developing country, you will see that most people in those countries are entrepreneurs because mm -hmm. the jobs are not really there and they're not substantial or, you know, they're not really quick to get. So yeah. My my idea in my mind is they already have the skills to say, OK, nobody's going to come put money in my pocket. I have to work for myself. But when you see them working, they're only making 200 a month. They're only making 300 a month. They're only making less than $500 a month. OK, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. what what is that going to do for them? That's not going to help you get ahead. That's not going to help you cultivate where from you are, wherever you're at at the, at the moment. So what the advantage is for this is this right here. Most of the children, most of the, the this is just honesty, most of the children and most of where we're going today with the high rise of the generation, most of these children are African children. Mm -hmm. Okay. The fertility rate is being high and it's getting higher. <laughs> More so, won't go anywhere. <laughs> and so 
that is one of my missions on the continent of Africa is to prepare these girls um, and help women who are African prepare the girls that are around them and to team up with them and do international business, do international trading and the using the arbitrage business system okay mm -hmm. which is meaning that like i said we have the partnership going on with the fashion designing school mm -hmm. that we're implementing mm -hmm. we're buying we're buying it from them and we're selling it in the states and this get this money funnels back into supporting the mission of talk to destiny overall but it also gives them that salary that says hey i'm not making two hundred dollars in a month anymore i'm getting eight hundred and nine hundred dollars because this is how is eradicating poverty out of their lives. Because every time I go to a country in Africa, every time I go and, and spend time with my sisters or and labor with my sisters on that continent and my brothers as well, I see people who are unique. I see people who are creative. I see people who have that eye and have that touch and can do all this technology and do all this great artwork and dancing and all of those things but yet still there is still um a lack of of funds in their life that they need to get ahead and to build their family so so i'm, I'm hearing like a lot of what you're talking about it's, it's awesome i, I like because you're you're your approach to empowering young women specifically and girls from what I'm gathering from what you're saying is very centered around leading by example and yeah. guiding them to not just, you know, understand and celebrate their culture, which is so important in mm -hmm. today's world, because, you know, I, I got my, I obtained my teaching qualifications and did my, the beginning years of my youth work um, career in New Zealand, where culture is the basis for youth development and education and and so what you're doing is you're really taking that culture and using that as a superpower to then help them build a life but also you know look at how they can feed back into their 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 own communities families so on and so forth i do have one question mm -hmm. now you mentioned like in passing um about you know, how a lot of the work that you're doing was sort of launched because you yourself are a survivor um, of, of abuse and trauma. Um, is there like a, you know, do, is that kind of one of the things you focus on with the young women that you're working with is helping them to gain independence and develop their voice when in, in the face of traumatic events abuses or circumstances okay i'm gonna say this here okay i'm a foreign woman <laughs> wait what are you serious <laughs> i had no idea I'm a Sad woman pop, woman I see working, working in foreign countries although my wonderful fantastic husband is an african he is Ghanaian. <laughs> Ghanaian. i would love to have um I would love to be more vocal that I can as I am in the USA. Okay. I would love to do that. I would love I to do that. I would love I to do that. But that's not wisdom and it's not safe. But I right. tell you one thing that I can do, um, that I can do. I'm actually planning 
to implement some type of structure of transition and co-working homes. And this is why this is why the importance of these bags selling to me. But not only that, but this will allow this will allow uh, there to be a safe place for girls to come who have been in my predicament, who have um, experienced what I've experienced. I was talking to a woman, a sister of mine in Nigeria, and she worked. She has not Oh. Girls, she works with an initiative for girls, um, mentoring girls over there. My my <laughs> agenda as a foreigner is not to go in and take from what's already established. My initiative as a my initiative as a foreign woman doing the work to help these girls and these women who are empowering these girls is to go in and to assist them, partner with them, pull my pull my pull my pull my. <laughs> Oh, I hear you. I hear you. And so what I can, what I do, what I can do, I can talk to them individually and I can teach them, coach them, love on them, give them a brand new beginning of my story. Yes. The events as far as coming to coming to events, getting in, um, getting into that empowerment mindset. That's all good. And I learned this by implementing my own program. That's all good. These girls are coming, they're getting stuff free. They're having a unique time of their life. And and Lord knows that some of these girls have never had any type mm. of bath and body works and any type of new panties and all these things. And I love that. I love that about it. But what happens when they leave? And so right. therefore, right. even these women who are over there doing the work and, and, and working with these young girls who have been um molested raped and all of these things in these situations there is only so much they have been able to do so we're taking it up a notch and what we're doing is we're trying to implement a way for there to be transition homes to where they're able to stay in those homes over five year period because we know that traditionally it takes at least five years to get a business where you want it to go and where you Amen. need it to be so we want them to be there five years. We want people to come in, women to come in on missions and, and be with them, cultivating them, coaching them, spending time with them. Those girls between um, not age, not as necessarily age, but five, the amount of girls being five to 10. And that way that they can have that mentor one-on-one strengthening them helping them getting that that healing that they need that coaching getting that mindset of overcoming and that way when they when by the time it's ready for them to leave that transition home they know enough to to they would have enough to go and get their own place they will have enough to go about knowledge of how to travel internationally and they will have enough knowledge to have a substantial income coming in, coming in their way and in their life. So that's how I address those issues. I love that. I love <laughs> and that. And just being able to um, jumpstart a campaign, which I, we have, we're, I'm, I'm working with two women, two fabulous ladies in Nigeria to do so because I had no idea that even in Nigeria, a young girl, a, a man can die on a young girl with and you and a man who has used viagra can die on a, a young girl if he dies on that young girl she goes to jail 
and she's framed for his murder, you know? Mm -hmm. And so no one's able to fight those. They don't have the money to fight those cases. So the young, the young girl, she stays in jail. And even in Ghana, there's even a campaign going on to, to a much of saying that when a young girl gets raped, even though it's a Ghanaian law, Ghanaian law that, you know, if she goes to the hospital, you know, she's supposed to be able to get a rape kit for free. But that's not the case. She still has to pay. So how can a, a young girl from a slum or a rural area afford uh, to get a rape kit? And um, when she only makes, what, uh, less than $150 a month? Right. <laughs> you see? So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you're, you're addressing some really um, difficult topics. And, and, you know, I want to go back to you talking about how you're an immigrant um, in this country. And so like, it, it's, and even, I mean, you were born here in the States. I was no. born here. I, I married, a, a, my husband is Ghanaian and I you married know. my husband. I moved to Ghana. I, I've been back and forth for some time now. And so that is pretty much how they rose. Sorry, <laughs> sorry my cat's tail is getting in my face. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, that's, <laughs> That, I mean, the only reason I'm asking that, because obviously, if you can't tell by my accent, I was not born here. My my mother's from Pennsylvania, but I was born in New Zealand. And the only reason I'm asking specifically about your, your um, where you were born is because, you know, from the jump, you you recognize that you are, you said, an immigrant, um, or you're not, you know, you're not, you sort of, you travel. And I, I, I often am fascinated by how, so many people like us women of color um, mm -hmm. have this ability to utilize culture almost as a superpower and like a, a secret sort of passport to access those difficult conversations yeah. and to, to really get into those cultural spaces that, you know, really need some support and guidance and love and leadership and you know being able to then use that to help these young women um well i say young women you you work with a very wide range range of people from the ages of five <laughs> to 30. Yeah. so I, I say young women kind of loosely um we've, we've only got a couple more minutes but i i, I want to touch really quickly on you know given that you do work with such a wide variety of ages specifically on in the entrepreneurial um, space. Why why five to thirty, and how does that look when these young women are coming to you for guidance for support? Well, five to thirty was was to me because I mean it came to me because for the simple fact that don't leave her don't leave her behind i don't know but it just kept coming to me don't leave them behind don't leave them behind if they know how to walk if they know how to talk <laughs> get them and grab them in okay and so lock them in and so basically i was thinking about flowers which is why in the academy i broke the ages down to groups five to twelve which is the daisies 13 and 19 is the sunflowers 20 or 30 is the roses. I, I, I did that. And the, the quote, and I don't know who, who quote it is, but it ain't my quote. <laughs> and the quote says, a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Amen. And that's what I got out of that. But what I also got out of that is that my young, my older, our older girls, 
I say our older girls because this is not a I thing. This is a this we is not a I thing. This is a we thing. Mm -hmm. We we have to teach our girls at a young age, even at five. You know what what is it that they need to to know about keeping themselves safe and and to know that you could tell if someone is bothering you mm -hmm. you can tell if some if this is happening just being able to speak and being able to say what this is this this is this is what's going on with me i mean you don't care what it is and so to be that young and just to be around the other girls because you you know you're thinking a five-year-old she's around 12 year old she's around 10 year old she's in the mix so she's peer learning and and as you can see the younger girl, the older girls, that even though she's 12, she's able to help the, the five-year-old. She's able to, you know, color with that five-year-old. She's able to make something with that five-year-old. And if you think about it, um, we can you can learn at any age, you know? So yeah, that is a time where let's instead of making sure that trauma is instilled in the child at that age, let's make sure that happiness is instilled in the in that child at that age and let's support. make sure that resilience yes. is instilled in that child in that age and even though you're 30 years old baby you still gotta learn some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you still got a mile to go <laughs> yeah i mean there, there's a saying there's a saying that like you know happiness is growing it's continuing yes. to grow sorry carry on please no you're okay you're yeah. okay and so that's why i just said look because i know that even though even when i started talk to destiny that was something that that's 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 a mindset and i'm just mm -hmm. now i'm just now i'm just now learning that as i've grown is that talk to destiny was a mindset you know people looked at me and they probably looked at me like she's just a christian girl who talked about jesus and they probably even looked at me and they counted me out they they looked at me probably even on jobs that i had and and, and just labeled me as whatever you know da 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 or just it or in church you know i've been counted out in so many places that was local that was in my own state you know in my mm -hmm. own city and to the point to where it's like don't worry okay i'm about to give you the world and that's basically what happened to me you know right. i'm literally giving the world you know i have access to Kenya, I have access to Ghana, I have access to Mozambique, I have access to Congo, I have access to Ghana, Nigeria, uh, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, you know, yes. Dubai, Turkey, uh, you have uh, Jamaica, I got access, you know. So with people that are wanting what I have to give. And so like right now, I just would like to say that before we end, if you have any questions, that's fine. But I would just like to say that, you know, to anybody who's working with young people, anybody who wants to work with young people, all it takes is your authentic self. Give mm -hmm. them your authentic, uh, give them that authentic child, that authentic team that nobody else was able to receive, um, that nobody else received from you when you were the one that was a team that was worried, but you, you held it in. So now you're that dog that's dysfunctional. And yeah. you was that team that was never able to express yourself. And so now you're even, you don't even know where to start of going to look at resources, you know? And right. one thing I told the Destiny, I wanted the girls to know that, look, you have resources around you, you know? I wanted them to know that. And so, but also I wanted them to know about 
I wanted them to know about God. I wanted them to know that they were made in God's image mm -hmm. and that God provides for them because you're looking at a, yeah, you're looking at a millionaire, <laughs> but you're also looking at a woman of abundance. You're right. also looking at a, you're also talking to a woman of abundance and a woman of God and a woman that's made in God's image. Cause when you know who you are and you know your identity, you know that you were created to create and to be successful and everything that you create times two, it will multiply and it will spread and it will manifest into nothing but good, incredible results and everything above. So that's pretty I much. I love it. 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 That's pretty much where I am with that. Thank you so much, Shanda. I, you, you have so much energy and, and so much passion for what you do. I am so uh, inspired and I can't wait to see what happens next <laughs> with the Tote the Destiny Academy and the handbags and the boutique and everything you're doing. It's it's phenomenal. Giving back, you know, using your voice, using your leadership, using your entrepreneurial journey to inspire and empower young women, uh, specifically around the world, is fantastic, particularly around you know Africa and um, Asia. Um, unfortunately, I mean, we could talk for hours. I <laughs> have no doubt but we do have this is this is the top of the hour so unfortunately we have to get going but um for anybody who is watching this and wants to get in touch with shanta uh please check out the her facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tote the destiny otherwise you can look at uh, google search tote the destiny academy or head to tote the destiny boutique.com obviously this was the reconnect with your teenager uh podcast episode three because you know for me i'm finding that one of the best ways for us to lead into 2023 specifically but you know let's be real every year i feel like is a new opportunity every day <laughs> is a new opportunity to lead with love and lead with life specifically Bye. when it comes to empowering and encouraging our teenagers so on that note uh thank you all for tuning in today uh whether you are watching online live on youtube linkedin or facebook or if you're listening on spotify uh apple podcasts everywhere else that there are podcasts i don't even know there's so many different places but uh, my name is emma g i am a youth empowerment through songwriting coach you can find out more about me at work with purely because i believe that much like shanta here you know we really need to encourage our young people to explore their voices explore different ways of communication explore and have fun with the different communication tools that we have and music is just one of those fantastic ways that we can empower our young people to utilize their words cohesively coherently and powerfully so if you are interested in learning more about that head to workwithmg.com otherwise stay awesome stay smiling spread love and uh you know remember to reconnect with your teenager at every possible opportunity every young person is one caring adult away my hope and prayer is that you are that adult until next time friends peace <laughs>